Hello, this is Kurt. I am the co-founder and CEO here at Numi.com. And today I have the pleasure of talking to my good friend, Louisa Jewell. Louisa is a speaker, a best-selling author, and a well-being expert, particularly in the field of positive psychology. She, in fact, has a Master of Applied Positive Psychology from the University of Pennsylvania, which happens to be where I actually met Louisa. And in addition, she teaches positive psychology at the University of Toronto and the University of Texas. She has been featured in Forbes, The Globe and Mail, The Huffington Post, Reader's Digest, and several other publications. And if that's not enough, she is the founder and president of the Canadian Positive Psychology Association. Welcome, Louisa. It's great to talk to you. Thank you so much, Kurt. It's great being here. Great to hear from you again. So, Louisa, what I want to start with is if you could briefly, for people who don't know, tell us what exactly is positive psychology? Well, in a nutshell, positive psychology is the scientific study of psychological well-being and human flourishing. And how does positive psychology intersect with the work that you do? Well, you know, a lot of organizations now are really concerned with the well-being of their staff. As well, I think the general population is interested in learning more about not just about mental illness and how we can avoid mental illness or how we can deal with mental illness or manage mental illness. A lot of people are now saying, how can we actually build our own psychological resources to stay psychologically healthy. So the Canadian Positive Psychology Association is really one of the only associations in Canada that focuses on disseminating the information on how to stay psychologically resilient, how to stay psychologically healthy. And there's a lot of things that you can do to stay psychologically healthy and that people are just not aware that that's even a possibility, you know, that, that there's even a possibility that you could prevent something like depression. So it's a new and emerging field, and I think a lot of people want to know more about it. Organizations are starting to discover that it's not enough just to focus in on nutrition and exercise with regards to their wellness programs. They're starting to see how stress and our psychology also affects our physical bodies. So it's not enough just to address nutrition and exercise. You have to also incorporate a component on psychological well-being as well. Now, would you mind briefly talking about the intersection between positive psychology and coaching specifically, because most of the people listening right now are going to be professional coaches. How do those two things interact? Well, we have a lot of coaches that are interested in positive psychology. So a huge part of our audience is coaches. And a lot of coaches come to us for many reasons. First of all, a lot of their clients are wanting to be happier. And so they might not be sure exactly, you might have different goals in terms of your coaching goals. However, most people in general are perhaps dissatisfied with their life, not very happy with their life, and wanting to know more about how they can actually improve their lives, bring them to greater levels of flourishing, bring them to greater levels of thriving, 
And coaches want to know all about that. They want to know what are things I can be doing with my clients to help them be happier, to help them reach higher levels of flourishing. You know, just because somebody does not have a mental illness does not mean that they are also flourishing. And, you know, coaches know if somebody's depressed, if someone has a mental illness, you know, unless they are a trained psychologist or registered psychologist, coaches will at that point refer clients to other people, to other trained professionals. But coaches who are dealing with the healthy population know that a lot of the people that come to them, they may not have a mental illness, but they're not flourishing either. And a lot of coaches want to know, how can I help my clients reach those higher levels of flourishing? And positive psychology is so rich with that knowledge of understanding how to bring people to higher, higher levels. And when we bring people to higher levels, not only are they happier, they're also more productive, they're more confident, they perform better. So, so many coaches in many different contexts can use the information to help their clients in so many ways. Great. Now, one of the reasons that I wanted to talk to you was because I think that what you've done, particularly with the founding of the Canadian Positive Psychology Association, is you've built something bigger than yourself. And as we've talked about before this recording, I know this is something that's really helped you on a personal and a professional level. And that's the kind of thing we want to encourage our students who are listening to this right now to do, to create something bigger than themselves. So I'm wondering if you could tell your story of how you came to be the founder of the Canadian Positive Psychology Association. And then after that, we're going to see some of the ways that that's helped you professionally. But can you start with your story? What caused you to do that and how did you do it? Sure. Well, I think it was probably a moment of insanity because <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> I say that jokingly because it certainly has been the love of my life anyway to be creating something like this. So many years ago, when I did my Master of Applied Positive Psychology degree, many of my colleague friends who were coaches, consultants, organizational consultants, facilitators, etc., kept asking me, you know, what is this about? Tell me more. Can we get together? I want to hear all about what you're learning. And I said, sure. So, you know, the first time I got some colleagues together, there was five of us around my boardroom table. And then the next time there were 13 people around my boardroom table. And then there was 45 people in my boardroom and they were all sitting on the floor and on the tables and outside the door because my boardroom was really not that big etc. And then it grew to about a size of about 1,200 people from around the world. And I used to then broadcast out these updates on a regular basis. And so I finally decided, maybe I need to formalize something like this. There's a lot of people who want this information, who want to know about it. And so that's when I got together with some very like-minded people, Jamie Grumman at the University of Guelph and Lisa Sansom in Kingston, who is also another MAP graduate, Veronica Huda, who's at the University of Ottawa, Tayab Rashid at the University of Toronto. There were a number of us, a few of us, I sort of 
got them together and said, you know, what would you think if we started an association? So I started the association and we had this founding board. We had no money to start it. We just decided to work and we just put ourselves to work and we created the association. The first thing, I went for a long walk. I was at a MAP summit every year. Our alumni, we have what we call a MAP summit, Master of Applied Positive Psychology. That's what MAP stands for. And we have a summit, we get together. I went for a long walk with Marty. And I said, Marty, we're starting the CPPA. And what would you do as your first thing? And he said, Louisa, I would have a conference. So we did that. We had an international conference in 2012, and it was extremely successful. And that kind of mobilized then a whole group of people from across the country to kind of get involved and to participate. And so that's how it started. And it's been going strong ever since. We have a conference where we invite international speakers to come in and speak. So, I mean, last year we had over 100 speakers come from all over the world come and speak. So that was in 2014. Every other November, we also have a Educating for Resilience conference where we invite educators, counselors, different people who work in different schools all over Canada to come. And we have a series of speakers who will come and speak for the day. We'll do that this November 2015. And then we'll have our international conference June of 2016. And so we do those conferences every two years just so that, again, we can continue to disseminate that information. Now, that sounds to me like an incredibly huge amount of work. And I understand that it's not a paid job, is it? It's not something you do for money. It's something you did because you love positive psychology. Is that correct? Well, so for several years, I did not get paid. And so that's very challenging because it takes a lot of time away from you, first of all, developing your own business. So you can't spend time bringing in your own business and you're not getting paid. So there was a time where I just wasn't making any money, you know, or very little money because you can't do both. So I was very fortunate. I was married at the time and my husband was able to support me with his income and got us through that. And after about the third year, we were making enough money in the association that we were able to pay me a small salary, not a huge salary, but a small salary. So that's been a very fortunate thing that at least I've been able to do something. But even with that, now we also have enough money to pay for an admin support. And so in that case, it frees up my time that then I can focus in on my own business as well. So that's why, you know, you really have to ask yourself before you do something like that, because we are a nonprofit organization. So I am required by law to have a board of directors that I am accountable to as the president. So there are a lot of rules and regulations around that. We have to be very careful. And so you can't just do whatever you want to do if you're starting an association, especially a registered nonprofit. You know, you have to be aware of that and have to be bought into that. So it is a lot of work. And again, for me, it's a labor of love. I meet the most incredible people who are doing incredible things. 
when people really live and breathe positive psychology, they really are very positive people like yourself, Kurt. You know, it's just so wonderful to know you and to be able to interact with you. I mean, these are the kinds of people that I meet every single day in what I do. And so it's been a very, very tremendous experience. And the conferences are just such a joy and such a culmination of all the work. It's a lot of work, but then once it's established, you do also have a lot of rewards. But I would say to people, you know, just be aware of the fact that you might have to sacrifice for a number of years before you start seeing benefits back to you. Well, let's talk about some of those benefits that you've gotten. Certainly, you're getting a lot of personal satisfaction, I can tell, just from your, your tone of voice. You're certainly helping a lot of people. And it's clear to me that's why you did it, right? You did it because you love this field. And yet you're also getting these other secondary benefits, if you will. You're, I understand, very successful in your, your professional line of work as well. And a lot of it, I understand, is a direct result of your position and your history with the Canadian Positive Psychology Association. Can you talk a little bit about that connection? Yeah, so, you know, certainly you have a lot of credibility when you're the founder and president of the Canadian Positive Psychology Association. So, first of all, people see you as an expert in your field, and so, therefore, I would get a number of calls for speaking engagements, for workshops, for interviews, through the media, etc. So, people do see you now as a leader, as a leading knowledge expert in that area. So that certainly helps with credibility. Plus, you're doing so many events. You're exposing yourself so you're out there talking to people. You're talking at schools. You're talking at events. You're talking at associations, etc. So people are seeing you visibly, and then that gives them an opportunity to come and ask you to do more work with their organization. And, you know, certainly as well, just being in the field, it gives you a lot of, you know, knowledge that maybe you wouldn't have had because you become kind of a hub, which also helps create an incredible business as well. So all of that, I think, has been very helpful. I understand you've also been invited recently to write a chapter in a book that is about positive psychology, or at least the, the chapter is, not necessarily the book. Is that correct? Yeah. So I was contacted by Marcy Shimoff and Janet and Chris Atwood. And so these are two people that they're New York Times bestsellers several times over. Marcy Shimoff is the author of Love for No Reason, Happy for No Reason. She's also one of the editors of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, the Chicken Soup for the Women's Soul, Chicken Soup for the Mother's Soul, etc. I worked with Jack Canfield. So these people have sold millions of books around the world, and they contacted me to say, you know, we're inviting a number of people to come to be mentored by us. We have a very particular person that we're looking for. And I've gone to San Francisco to meet with them and I've been mentored by them ever since. And they recently asked me to participate in a compilation book that just was released a couple of weeks ago on September the 8th. 
And just last week, it became a number one bestseller. So I was very thrilled to be part of that. And I know that certainly my profile as the president of the CPPA has certainly helped for them in terms of their selection and in terms of getting them in touch with me as well. So, you know, things like that can be very helpful. And so now being part of that book, it's become kind of an international thing. They have millions of people that they reach out to. And so to be part of that community is really quite, I mean, I'm just so thrilled and so excited. And again, they're such incredible people, Marcy and Janet and Chris and Jeff Affleck, who's also works with them. You know, they are, are just such an incredible team of people. And they've really taught me that you could have the most incredible message. I mean, when I took a look at my materials and the things that I deliver in workshops, I think what I have is really good. It's all evidence-based. People have fun. I get great feedback when I do it. The thing is, is that if nobody knows about me, if I'm not out there marketing what I do, nobody is going to hire me. And I had this kind of aha moment several years ago where I realized that I need to stop building you know, I, I had enough material. I had enough content. I was the president of the CPPA. I needed to stop building and I needed to start marketing. And that was such a huge shift. And when I made that shift, wow, the business really started to come in. And so I would really encourage coaches to, there's so much information out there on how to actually do some online marketing. And once I started to do that, my business really started to flourish. I mean, last year I doubled my income just from implementing some new marketing strategies. So it's just so important. And we think that marketing has to be onerous and it's really not. And you know, you're, you're probably a good coach if you're getting good feedback from people. Wonderful, now focus on your marketing. Well, Louisa, I really can't thank you enough for sharing your story today. And I want to finish off, if you don't mind, maybe you could tell the listeners who are interested how they can get more information about the Canadian Positive Psychology Association, your events, your programs, etc. For people who would like to know more, what would they do? Sure. So... If they want to know more about our conferences, we also do a lot of workshops about positive psychology and how you can use it in your coaching practice. People can go to www.cppa.ca, so that's Canadian Positive Psychology Association, so cppa.ca. And if they want to find out more about some of the things I'm doing, you can go to my website at louisajewel.com. Great. Well, Louisa, thank you very much again for talking today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, thank you, Kurt. It's so lovely to hear from you, and I wish you all the best with Numi, and I hope everything continues to go well.